From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are. And this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those films off our lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter at LalondeJeremy, or check out my website, JeremyLalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, and leave a comment on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping to get more ears tuning in. And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 219, and today I'm joined by Jason Jones. You've seen Jason in a ton of things, but more recently in The Detour, Full Frontal with Samantha B, The Flight Attendant, as well as The Daily Show. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down uh, via isolation to watch An American in Paris. I'm Jeremy. I have not seen this film, and today I am with... Oh, you want me to introduce myself? You can introduce. I'll do a proper introduction in the in the intro, but you Wait, can just like they don't know who I am. No, this is you. They can associate a name and a voice. These are non-comedy people that are watching your podcast. Oh my god, this is Jason Jones, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's never great to introduce yourself. No, I didn't mean like give me your bio. It's just like this is my name and voice together, so you can put a context. I'm sitting down with this man who needs no introduction, except he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you all, you picked the movie and also haven't seen it. Uh, I have not seen this movie. No, um, I've always wanted to. I'm I'm a, I'm okay. So context: I was a massive musical theater fan growing up. Oh, me but, too. Yeah, but as I get older, I'm becoming less and less of one. So I'm going to be interested. It's going to be interesting to see where I where I uh, I fall on this because I just watched In the Heights and um, it's awful. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So uh, thanks for the okay. heads up. But sure, uh, sure. well, everyone else loved it, it but yeah. you know, I, I did not. What do you think that equates to? Is because you're getting old and jaded, or no, not necessarily? Because I loved uh, what's the uh, what's the magic one? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, um, um, entertainment. No, uh, go oh God, my entertain God. me, won't you? I'm a ringmaster. Uh, the greatest, <laughs> uh, the greatest showman. showman. Greatest showman. Yes, uh, I watched the greatest showman and loved it. Loved it. I went back to the sing along, sang with my kids. <laughs> Because <laughs> it has singable songs in it. If it doesn't have a singable song, you don't have me. And unfortunately, In the Heights just didn't have any singable songs. Yeah, that's kind of his style. I kind of had a similar thing. I only, I only saw the Disney Plus version of Hamilton. I wasn't lucky enough to yeah. see it on Broadway. But it's a similar thing where I'm like, I appreciate all of this, but I'm not walking away humming something. I can sing three or four songs from Hamilton. You'll be back. Time will tell. Da, 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 da. You'll be back. I can sing them. I can sing them. There you go. So what were your favorite musicals growing up? Uh, growing up, I was, well, I was in my favorite, which is West Side Story. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I also, but I was very young. The first musical I think I ever saw was Chorus Line. Loved it. Um, at the Hamilton Place Theater, I saw it. Uh, and then... 
And then we went to London. So we did a school trip to London and I saw like every single uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber musical and was like right up all in them. And then was was told by others that like that isn't musical. So I went back and did all the history and started going to see other shows like your, you know, your your Hello Dolly's and your your Jerome Broadway's or J- Jerome. Uh, what's his name? J- J- not Jerome Broadway. Jerome uh, uh, Robbins. Jerome Robbins. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, all his musicals and, uh, uh, and then Sondheim and then, oh, you know, all of them. I've, I've, it's, I, I sound like Sarah Palin right now. I love all of them. You know, yeah. all the ones that come in front of me all of these years. Yeah. <laughs> I loved, uh, I loved Guys and Dolls. As Guys a, and Dolls was terrific. As a kid, Little Shop of Horrors was one of my favorites. I didn't love it as, didn't love it as much. I oh, it wasn't, no? a, wasn't a big Little Shop. Something Again, about it. Not so, a lot of simple songs from, from Little Shop. There's a couple. Suddenly, Seymour is pretty catchable, and that that downtown song. There's a couple. I, I know what you're saying there's not a ton, but the ones yeah. that are have stuck with me over the years. Um, um, yeah. Now that I'm actually thinking about it, I think I might be wrong. Like little shop, little yeah. shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one in the downtown when you're like. There's a couple in there that are, and that right. suddenly Seymour is one of my. You know what? The great ballads. Retracted. There are good songs in that. I just didn't. No, you know what? Actually, it was pretty good. I completely see, see, how, see, see how easy I am. I'd be the best reviewing partner ever. You just have to go, I kind of liked it. And I go, me too. <laughs> you know what? I completely changed my opinion on that. Thanks for making me wishy-washy. You're not going to change my opinion on In the Heights. I, I, I will check it out, though. I, I've been meaning to. They, they, they had the first five minutes available online, and I watched maybe 30 seconds of it. Uh, and then went, ah, You, you couldn't even get through five minutes of it? No, you know what it is? I, it was one of those things where I'm like, I wasn't not digging it. So I'm like, I don't want to watch five minutes and then have to wait or do something else. I'm like, I just want to watch. If you're going to watch it, I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love everything about it, everything it's trying to do. I'm a massive Lin-Manuel Miranda fan. I, I, I went to see his, like, his comedy group, like, before he was famous, before In the Heights. He was just such a talent on stage. Um, but uh, the musical, the, this version, and I even saw the Nights on Broadway and was like, eh, it's not bad. And then for some reason, the, the film version just didn't, um, it didn't do it for me. Didn't land. Yeah. 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 And I don't know, outside of it being a musical and Gene Kelly, I don't think yeah. I know anything about American in Paris outside of what I assume it's about, which is like a, probably a wartime story of an American soldier in Paris, I'm assuming. Don't assume, man. You'll make an ass out of you and me. It's true. Okay? All right. It's true. It's actually a prequel to Little Shop of Horrors. That's good. exactly. Um, it's it is, and it's uh, it's actually Paris, Canada. Um, oh yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I, yeah. I see and that. I'm not it's actually, actually. It's actually about the War of eighteen twelve. Um, when huh. the Canadians when the Canadians pushed down, the Americans pushed back, and they were just sort of landed in Paris, Ontario, and they were like, "What is this? Who really wants this?" Uh, do, you, do you know, because here's the thing, the, the funny thing, I don't know if you know this, but the funny thing is, is like one of the last battles fought during the War of 1812 was in that area. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, I know geography. I know okay. history. I know things. <laughs> I know musicals. I'm smart. I'm well, smart. Can we just talk about the War of 1812 for the next two hours? I think people sure. would really get a kick. <laughs> I really dig it. You I'll know what's f- funny? It's, it, it is, it, the War of 1812 is talked about a lot in Canada because it's like the only war they won. Yeah. Uh, it, no one talks about it down here. No, <laughs> it, it, we, it's embarrassing there. We, we burned down the White House. Uh, yeah, kind sort of. Ish. Sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not really. We, we burned down the cabin that was currently called the White House. Right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot of, uh, a lot of flex to go. So that's, we, that's, we're still sticking on that 208 years later. 
nine yes. years later. So, uh, well, and really, it wasn't even Canada at the time. It was still the Brits. It was so. Upper Canada. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, then now, that, well, now that I know that it takes place in Canada, I'm even more excited. Yeah. I know a little indigenous, uh, musical. Who would have thought Gene Kelly would have done a, 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 a telefilm production? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm expecting red face, unfortunately, given the era of filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'd be bad. Uh, well then with you that, it was fine back then. That's what I'm told. Yeah. You just have to understand the context of filmmaking history and that, <laughs> A certain time, it was okay to be racist, misogynistic, uh, xenophobic. All it, was, those. it was just fine. Yeah. We made us. films for white males, <laughs> and that was okay. Yes. Uh, we should put a disclaimer on our um, our bit right there that that was a bit uh, <laughs> not intended to offend. Okay. Not intended to offend. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this. Irony is dead these days. Yeah. You yeah, explain okay. it. Yeah. Okay. I'll just have it flashing up every 30 seconds for <laughs> This is just a bit. It is just a bit. Do not send a tweet. This is just a bit. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, let's yes. uh, let's dive in. Okay. See uh, you on the other side. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. So we just finished and <laughs> Let me just say this. Let me just say this to the positive. Uh, the very opening scene, I go, who is this pedophile who only <laughs> hangs out with children and gives them bubble gum so they'll hang around him? How can a guy like that charm me by the end of the movie? And somehow, it, he, somehow he did it. He charmed yeah. me. My, uh, so this um, was, my son watched it with me and he's like, and I told him how this one best picture. Yeah. Uh, he's like, what did it beat? And I said, I said, the biggest movie it beat was probably called was a streetcar named desire. He said, what's that about? I said, it's about a guy that rapes a girl and then she's kicked out of town in shame. And he's like, Oh, so he's the bad guy. No. <laughs> Good guy that everybody loved. Yeah. I was like, so what happened? I was like, Who's with him at the end? I'm like, he's sitting on the table with the guy that she was dating. He's like, did he come to her aid? No, no, he, he sides with the rapist. And that guy that played the rapist won an Oscar for the part. <laughs> sure did. So only 11, only 11 musicals have won Best Picture. Yeah. Over, he, yeah. Yeah, he was, um, well, they even, like, they even address how young she is. The, uh, the dancer guy, the dancer singer guy is like, oh, she's, uh, well, one someone says, isn't she a little young for you? And like, no, she's 19. It's like, oh, you guys are all like in your late 30s, but I guess yeah. she's not that young. No, she's legal. Yeah. yeah. But but I will say I will say this. Okay, I watch a lot of dance. I am very into my dance. My daughter's a dancer. I I all my roommates in college were dancers. So I've, I've watched a lot of dance. I never look at the male, like ever. And yeah. in this one, he sort of blew her off screen. Like she was a good dancer. She's fine. Um not the best I've ever seen, certainly, but he blows her off off the screen. She's so so good, so charismatic, uh, such a effortless mover. Yeah, the dancing um, in this is phenomenal, and just the way, like, just the like his rhythm for music, and just the way he fills in the beats is like, like you know, there's the two sequences: the the first one that's on the street, and then that one that's just like in the apartment building with with the piano on top of the piano. That's oh, right, 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 right. The duet he does with uh, Oscar Levant, I think, is the actor. That's yeah, the pianist. 
Uh, and he's incredible too. He gets that own his own sequence with that. He's like fantasizing himself. Yeah. That's so, really, that's like a Buster Keaton ripoff, right? Didn't they? It is. Yeah. 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 But still good. Still really well done. And the, the, the film looks beautiful. It's a beautiful looking film, like shot miraculously all yeah. on sets, like all on MGM backlot, like, gorgeous yeah they, gorgeous. Had, they built like 44 sets where they wanted to shoot it in paris but they couldn't work out work permits and shit like that i guess right right uh, and then the, the, the I, would, I would say the only thing that that like sort of took me out of it is the the awful camera movements uh and they, they were bump, just like and they would bump sometimes too but you got to imagine yeah sometimes, the shakiness sometimes most of the time <laughs> but you can only imagine <laughs> there wasn't a single moving shot that didn't bump. <laughs> yeah, my son mentioned that at some point. He was like, "I could shoot and edit this movie better." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the, the, the cameraman. Uh, I don't know if they, the cinematographer should have won, but whoever was operating the camera should have been fired. Yeah, well, you got to imagine too that it's like it's how many takes, and Gene's just like Gene. If Gene said he got it and the dance was perfect, Gene didn't give a right. shit about the camera, about the camera that bump, true. I'm sure. That's true, that's true. <laughs> I'm it's, sure it, it isn't about that. But, but then you go like, okay, we'll just hold the camera still. Just hold this, don't move it. You don't need a, you don't need a crane shot in to watch him dance. You just need to like slowly follow the action. Slowly follow him dance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my whole, it's, it's interesting. Like we, we kind of joked around earlier in the intro, just about like, you know, you've got to, you know, going into movies of this era and, and this kind of story is like, you kind of almost have to swallow an uncomfortable pill knowing that it's going to be about, you know, an older guy, a younger girl, and you're not supposed to be weirded out or creeped by that, but they had zero chemistry. Oh, nothing for me. Nothing nothing whatsoever. My son. The, the I think that was her first. That was her first acting job. Yeah, he okay. discovered her. He discovered her in a ballet in Paris, and and she didn't even speak English, and so right. they, she had to learn the part phonetically. Um, right. And uh, and just like zero chemistry. My son made a comment during their first dance number when she's like twirling. He's like, she's clearly trying to get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What's that? What's that song? Uh, I wrote it down. It's uh, uh, oh, I, our love is here to stay. Yeah. Uh, they was playing, and it was like he was trying to rape her. Yeah, she like, decides. Yeah, she decides to. Start, yeah, he decides <laughs> to start. She decides to start liking him because the movie told her to. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Or like, like he he so he he grabs her onto he pulls her onto the forcefully pulls her onto the dance floor. Yeah, like pulls her in close. She wants to leave several times. Let. Several times she says, "I want to go." I want to go. He won't let her. He holds on to her. Then he then he gets her phone number and her calls her she says no shows up at her work and then and then all of a sudden at work like after he he what charms a customer he helps uh, her sell some perfume she's that, that's all she it goes, takes she says okay we can have lunch <laughs> but not only that she goes from like being like clearly disgusted by him to laughing and totally being smitten by him for just and that's all he does is just yeah, he helps her sell some perfume. Yeah, right. and and then the moments that he that she finally rejects him, then he goes and is in, and is so shitty to the other girl and mm-hmm. kisses her and I mean he at least comes clean like an hour later, but in that it's just like oh I just this so this it's more it should be called a douchebag stalker in Paris. <laughs> yes. 
Well, I think it actually should be called only Americans in Paris because that's all it was in it. Yeah, only Americans <laughs> in Paris would have been a much better title. <laughs> yeah, my, so few French people. Like, like the end was, nah, I'm not in love with you, you old broad. But thanks for the gallery showing. I love this one, and then she's like, hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it was absolutely no. No tie up with that yeah. to that storyline. Yeah, my son's other. I can tell you why I read ups on that because I was curious about it too. My son's uh, critique was that he's like he's clearly an amazing dancer and and not a good painter. Why doesn't he just dance for money? That's <laughs> true. That's a good point. That's and, a good point. And does he just walk around in tap shoes that only sometimes clack when the movie wants them to? <laughs> I did wonder where the magical tap shoes came from. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't always tap repeatedly yeah that would have been they, a, they just popped out the bottom of his shoe when he needed to you know and they, the, the go-go gadget tap shoes yeah yeah um yeah so apparently uh the the woman who played the her financier got chicken pox and so wasn't available for uh part of the shoot oh. and, and as a result they came up with this idea for the for what this 20 minute and let's like you were saying, it's like, it's gorgeous. It's brilliant. Like the French impressionism paintings and all that kind of stuff is, is amazing. But it's like, what's like, take me, like forget all of that, all of that wonderful dancing and beautiful art and all the, you know, pizzazz I'm looking at what's happening story-wise. His mind is, is descending into madness. Yes. I, and, I did. And what, I did. I do think like halfway through it, I was like, I wish I was high watching this because it'd be so much better. Yeah. I wish I was with him on his descent into madness. Yeah. And, and when he comes out of his fever dream, descent into madness, she just pulls up and the guy kisses yeah. her off. And it's like, yep. oh, and you can just imagine the pitch to this when they're like, hey, we got a new ending since the other girl's not available. He's going to have a fever dream. And when he comes out of it, the girl's going to come back to him. It's like, oh, so he has to like do something and earn it. It's like, no, nah, the car's just going to pull up and she's going to get out and the guy's going to be cool with it. It's like, oh, so he does nothing to earn her back. Nah, just dances for nothing. 20 minutes. Dances for 20 <laughs> minutes in his head. <laughs> he did it. He did it. He, he had a wicked, wicked fever dream and she sensed it and she came back. Yeah. And Gene, this is Gene Kelly's favorite of his things. And I think it's probably a vanity thing in the sense that, I mean, he's great, you know, he's great in all the stuff he's great at in here. And I think also apparently Vincent Minnelli was going through his divorce to Judy Garland while they were making it. And so right. uh, Gene Kelly unofficially directed a good chunk of the movie. Did he? Did, yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like it when when he went into the day because he did sing him in the rain, right? It wasn't yeah. didn't he direct that as well? Yeah. Oh, so I don't know. If really, that, yeah, he might have. It it really felt like it in the in the, certainly in the dance sequences that they were like, just keep the camera on me. I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> uh, Minnelli shows up back from the the, the divorce hearings. And I'm like, hey, show me the day. This is like, ah, fuck. <laughs> what is <laughs> Jesus? What is this? There's no dialogue in this. This wasn't in the script at all. What is this? Yeah. Can you tell the girl doesn't like you, Gene? No, I think she's great in it. Just He's like, I, I wasn't looking at her. Sorry. I'm just looking at me in the shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, like, I, I, it's amazing how much, like, 
even in that weird outfit they stuck him like that mime outfit they stuck him in in the end i was like i'm still watching you i, I hate your outfit so much but i'm still sort of watching you because you're such a magnetic performer yeah like like good looking guy uh great movement like just like i said effortless movement great and, smile yeah yeah handsome just just he's got it all yeah and then I, he I, sort of just sort of disappeared it's so the story is just yeah and it's just full of these i mean all the sequences are so great but then you also look at you like like that whole sequence when they're at end party and the girls are jumping off the balconies and guys are just hopefully catching them <laughs> there's no wires there's no nothing it's like, like you better catch me fellas here's or else the, i won't be able to dance for a week let's be real how many of those girls did not get caught and how many do they budget to go? Yeah, there's a good chance four or five of these are going to end up with broken legs. I'm going to say I'm going to say conservatively <laughs> twelve. <laughs> twelve. Yes. Yes. Because that thing I read that thing cost half a million dollars. Yeah, that last that sequence last, it took them a month. Dollars. A month to shoot. Yeah. So so you know there's got to be some lawsuits paid out in there from the uh from the 12 broken legs of the ladies being thrown thrown to the ground yeah yeah like they, didn't the, care about, they didn't care about background performers back then like you no. hear about all the, the the munchkins from wizard of oz and their stories like it's like Ugh. yeah this they're, was, they're, yeah they're we not well no but it's a yeah it's like we're not, don't, don't worry about those people we're not giving them lines we'll just just put them in line put them in line yeah. Just dance around. Just yeah. dance now. Jump off this balcony. What now, are you, a chicken? <laughs> now take take the outfit off because we're not paying for extra of those and put it on the next right. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Different times, huh? Different times. Different times. And it's so – because there is like – like like the story – I guess the one – it just becomes about him just trying to woo her because the story of him trying to be an artist is a non-story doesn't end up anywhere um oh it, it, you know it's funny uh it, was this the first time because i always thought for some reason I, I i don't know why i didn't think anyone had done it before but i'd never uh, acknowledged the um voiceover changing character in a in a in a movie until goodfellas goodfellas yeah. was like the first movie that was like oh my god that's brilliant they changed like it, it went from ray liotta to lorraine bracco i've never noticed that before oh but. yeah yeah yeah. i just watched that recently and i didn't even and that here's the thing in that movie it's so seamless you don't really notice it right but here I, I i i did the same thing i was like oh god what the fuck and then they never yeah, get back to there was three of them and it only started the movie and they never do it again <laughs> and it's the worst my son laughed at it he's like I'm an American in Paris. It's like, right. no shit. We got that from the title. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't need to say it, <laughs> but you know, there were a lot of illiterate people back then. They were like, let's go see this movie. What's it called? I don't know. They better say the name of the title. In the, in the <laughs> opening line. Cause I can't read it. <laughs> I did really enjoy just like the theatricality of like his apartment and just like showing him transition it from a bedroom to a living room. Like I enjoyed that bit. Did, did you read, did you read this story that there's supposed to be, there was a, supposed to be an opening dance number in his pajamas? No. Yeah. And the studio was like, no one wants to see it. No one wants to see a musical number with an old man in his pajamas. And he was so mad about it. He did a similar thing in singing in the rain. 
uh, he's like, I'm going to start it out with an opening uh, scene in my pajamas. And they cut it from that as well. <laughs> cut twice. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no one wants to see a gene dance in your pajamas. Put on some clothes, man. So funny. What else did I write down? Um, oh, God. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you familiar with the, are you, did you watch The Wizard of Oz a fair amount? Oh, yeah. Kid? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it well. I, I, there's really similar musical trends. Like that. Dun, 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 Very dun, much so. I was, like, I was like, is that the same? Like, I, I looked up the guys. I couldn't see any similarity, but the guys who sort of did the filler music in between the Hirschwin songs, um, which also I didn't know. I didn't know that it was, I thought this this was a Gershwin musical, but it's not. It was just the, the producer bought the songbook and was like, here's some Gershwin songs we'll slap together. Yeah, they would only, I, the thing I read about that was that Gershwin wouldn't didn't want to give them the song, the American in Paris song. Uh, unless right. they turned it into a musical. That was the deal. Right. So they're like, they had to do, they were like contractually obligated to flesh it a out. A musical with all, with all Gershwin songs. Yeah. Like no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did um, the Who Could Ask For Anything More where they, they co-opt in the, they, <laughs> the, the screaming French children with I Got. My son was just like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's so abrasive and off rhythm. I got Rhythm, I got music, <laughs> I got my man who could ask for anything more. Yeah, I got no, not yet, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the oh, I want to see the outtakes to that scene. Did <laughs> <laughs> these kids say anything else besides I got? And can, least- they, can they make it two words? <laughs> put, put, a silly, put a breath between them. I got <laughs> that. That was take, that was take, Yeah, that was take sixty. And Gene's like, "Fuck it, move on." <laughs> we, we we got in one of those, right? I think so, Gene. <laughs> sure, Gene. Whatever you say. <laughs> oh my god. Also, also. What musical? I noted at the time. The first number was 13 minutes in. Yeah, I had to double check. I'm like, this is a musical, right? 13 minutes before well, he got to a song, and it, and it wasn't even a good song. Yeah, they cut out the pajama number. That's why. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> would we would have had it right away. A big opening pajama number. Yeah, yeah. There was no. That must be what it was. He's like, if I stick it in the opening, they got to keep it in. <laughs> right, right, right. Because how do you how do you start a musical without a without a musical number? You just don't. Yeah, now we're gonna cut it. It's stupid. So funny, Um, Gene. I can see your penis. (laughs) (laughs) Good. That's I put it there for a reason. That's what it's. That's why I didn't wear any underwear. (laughs) Oh Uh, God. uh, Yeah, uh, you know, I was like, it's good. It's one of those movies I watch and I'm like, I'm a, I, I'm glad I saw this. I There's so many little moments I appreciated, like all of the the bits, like n- none of the story beats, but all of no. the, the flash and the flourish. I'm like, there's some really great, wonderful stuff in here when the movie's not getting in the way. Oh, yes. Yes. It, it, I almost like wished it was like a just a ballet, like a like a 45 minute. 
Yeah. Like a couple songs here and like they didn't like, need any of the story and you know, they you, just you, to your to your point of getting high and watching this, you could recut this as like a live action fantasia and and get away yeah. with some stuff. Yeah. And then you just, yeah. you, just, you just connect it with some of that VO that, that works so well off the top. <laughs> I bet you wouldn't miss much of the story. You'd be able to figure it out. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Except for what happened to that chicken pock lady. Where'd she go? She was like her. There was something interesting in her story too. I kind of dug, and I was, and I, I couldn't tell. I'm like, is this? I don't. I, I mean, I'm not a, a huge art aficionado, but I'm like, his paintings aren't terrible. I don't think they're amazing. I'm pretty sure. But right. they also set up early on in that scene when she first takes him out of the town that it's like she collects young artists, yeah, and, and tries to convince them. And you know, I think she does think they have talent, but also maybe she just wants a boy toy. Which is which is always you know which was pretty I, I would assume pretty progressive of of the time you know here's a here's a lady who you know wants yeah. to a young boy a, a young boy of thirty nine to, to come home with her yeah and and they, and they undercut that nicely with him going after a girl half his age yes. who uh, was was not into him yeah not until, into him at all despite <laughs> the movie trying really hard to make it seem like she was. Uh, she, listen, she just never sold a bottle of perfume before, like ever. And then, uh, <laughs> that was her. Like she, we didn't see. They cut the scene out where her boss is like, "If you don't sell a bottle today, you're on the street." Because <laughs> he's American too. <laughs> but then her backstory was that she was hot, being hidden during the war by this guy that she ends up not marrying because she stays with Gene Kelly. Yes. But she fell in love with him, and he eventually loved her. That's very complicated. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, they, they, a lot going on that they didn't spend any time with. No. So that, that was the World War The other reference, what was the the pianist guy? I liked him a lot. Uh, he says he – my favorite, like, joke, not joke, was when the two guys are clearly talking about being in love with the same girl, and he's squished between them. And he tries to change the conversation by saying, did I ever tell you guys about my command performance to Hitler? <laughs> like oh, he's trying to like shoot. Like that's his line to change yeah, the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. I, I actually, I actually like, what did he just say? Huh. Well, he even had that great moment with um, chicken pock lady where they're at the thing and he's oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. shit talking her. And she's like, by the way, I'm the benefactor. He's like, yeah, I know. And he just yeah, walks away. He's like, Oh, mic drop. <laughs> yeah that was that, that was again really good line for the time even a good line now yeah well they wrote the part for him specifically because i think because he did all that piano stuff himself he was a right. friend of um gershwin's or someone someone involved in the production yeah, yeah, yeah. they're basically hey this guy's got fast hands put him in the movie well, he was minnelli's friend wasn't he wasn't he and then could have been yeah but, but also but also friends but gershwin was dead by this point right George? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it wasn't Gershwin, yeah. so it would have been Minnelli. Um, or uh, Arthur Freed, was he the guy that wrote it? Maybe. Something like that. Anyway, he was he was in that clique, and they were like, give him the, give him a, give him the part. Right, right. But I, but I did like that. There was, like, you don't see that very often, you know, that duet between, like, a dancer and a musician, right? There was something really cool about that. It, yeah, it was... It, uh, I wonder, could the other guy, the, the other guy that... Uh, the, the, who was the third guy? What was his name? Henri? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he could dance because they did that number together and like 
he'd always like step back and let Gene Kelly do like a like a soft shoe. All I can think of is how back up arm in arm walking down the street as they were singing "Swonderful." Yeah, I was wondering how many times they had to retake as they'd watch it, and and I guess they didn't have play back then. Yeah. But it's like I wonder if like that guy. I I always watch that and just wonder, I'm like, is Gene Kelly like the nicest guy like he seems on the screen, or is he a giant asshole who's shitting on everyone else who can't keep up with him? Um, well, I read that he was super annoyed that uh, the young girl couldn't could only work every other day. Yeah, because she had like malnutrition or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the war was literally just over. Yeah. Like, when they started filming this. Uh, who they wanted for Henri uh, was Marie Chevalier, uh, who is in like a bunch of Ernst Lubitsch musicals and, and, right. and stuff like that. But they couldn't get, when they were going to, when they were trying to shoot in Paris, they were going to use him, but they couldn't because he was like a World War, because of his, his all I could read was that because of his political stance during World War II, he wasn't allowed in America. <laughs> well, there's only... There was only two sides, so I'm wondering which one uh, which one he was on. Uh, yeah, not the kind that they uh, they like to have in America. So right, so he or, didn't get the, he didn't get the job. But France was okay with it. Uh, I don't know. That unclear. It's okay. un, un, unclear how the other how the rest of that conversation went. He just didn't end up in this movie. Okay, I don't okay. know what his career was like following. Uh, right. I I only know him from those early. Uh, Ernst Lubitsch movies, which are pretty charming and fun. I'm sure. I'm sure France is fine harboring Nazis. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they have a mixed history. Yeah, it was a complicated time. <laughs> yeah, what I I've only seen Singing in the Rain, and I mean I know that that one piece. For I'm trying to think of what what other big Gene Kelly movies uh, do you do you know or do you love? Uh, isn't he on in on the town? I don't know that one. It's like a, like three sailors going off. Um, I thought he was in on the town. Hang on a second. I'd look it up on my computer, but you're on my computer. Hi, I'm in your computer. Um, um, yeah, my, my musical, this is like, I, uh, he was in on the town. Yeah. Yeah. My, my I don't know those ones. My my mom was a big musical person, so we we grew up watching like a lot of the MGM musicals. Like she loved the Unsinkable Molly Brown, which right. Oh, he's in Hello Dolly too. Okay, Hello Dolly, I knew, and right. also her favorite. And she passed away when I was young, so I, I could I can't like river about it now. But was uh, the Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, which is about. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen that. Oh God! If you want to talk about an uh, an outdated classic. It's about like seven mountain men who kidnap seven women and force them to like winter with them. Okay. So that they'll fall in love with them. Nope. Hey man, you got to do what you got to do. You <laughs> got to do what you got to do. It's got some actually really great pieces. And it's one, another one where you, yeah, if you watch it and go, Oh, like with a bit of a blinder going, I, uh, so bad, so bad. There's great pieces in it. And some actually some great songs that stick with you. If but you just um, forget about the story and how hopelessly outdated it is. The music really holds up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The non-rape pieces. Uh, yeah, no rape in that movie. It's uh, but there's some there's but I, I need to I, I got to rewatch it with my kids at some point to see uh, if they're horrified by it. I think my I think my kids would have actually I watched this by myself because they just were not into it. But I think they actually would have liked it. 
I was like, it's a really super colorful movie. The the, the songs are pretty good. Yeah, stories meh. But my son, dancing- per- yeah, my son perked up with the dancing. He's like, holy shit. He's like, that guy's got some skills. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, the French in this movie is bullshit, Dad. But <laughs> that guy could be on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How good would Gene Kelly do on TikTok? He'd be amazing. Oh, He'd crush it. He'd crush it. He's so much better. He's so much better dancer than John Travolta. And John Travolta crushes on TikTok. So that's true. There you go. Uh yeah. No, I'm glad I watched it. It was one of those ones that uh I think I made a list at some point of all like the outstanding best pictures I hadn't seen. Right. Uh and so I was glad to to finally tick it off. But it is one of those ones you go, oof. And then when I looked at what the other competition was, I didn't recognize the titles of the other three. And then Streetcar, I had to go, yeah, Streetcar, in retrospect, story as a full package, probably the better movie, still very problematic (laughs) when it comes to. Sure, sure. Today's standards, yes. Or even those days' standards, yes. Um, Uh, But acting wise, like there's no, there's, you know, it's, he was so, so incredible. Yeah, and like you know, has a be- still stuck in that sort of transatlantic accent, you know, sort of one step removed from anything real. Yeah, yeah, and streetcar had a beginning, middle, and end that made sense. Well, well yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> you know, it had a cogent story. Sure, sure. If that's your thing, <laughs> that's what you're into, as opposed to twenty minute dance numbers where no one talks. Yeah, yeah. It has no. If you pulled it out, the movie wouldn't change at all. <laughs> no, she just would have came back a lot faster. Yes, he would have looked down, and the car would have rolled away for one second, then it would have backed up, and she'd be like, "I'm yours." And yeah, then, he he's um, seemingly okay with it. Yeah, he, he is French. I actually think it would have been a better movie just to end on the rose, though, or just like him walking back into the party. I think that would have been a better movie. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, that would have that would have made me go, oh, this, yeah, now I see best picture. He descended into madness. He he got what he deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's how it's gonna end in my mind moving forward. And also very French. It's like, yeah, there's not happy ending. Sorry. No, he's lost his mind and that's uh that's where it's gonna go. Guess what, Americans? You're in Paris right now. There ain't no happy ending here. <laughs> it is it is a just a place of sadness and wine. That's yeah. it. Uh, I think you might have mentioned it when we first started talking, but do you, what is your, like your favorite musical? Do you have like a, a favorite go-to or like, or, or what, at least of the music in it or something about it that if you had to pick a favorite? I think West Side Story. I think West Side Story is, is just an excellent, excellent music. It's, it's, it's literally about so much, um, you know, based, on, based on a massive classic, obviously, this, this Shakespeare guy. Yeah, and, and we're getting a new one. And that, yeah, yeah, I'm not hopeful for that. It'll be interesting. I, I don't know why you, you you got a perfect movie on your hands, Hollywood. Why 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 would you make it? Because Mr. Spielberg wants to do it. I guess so. I guess so. But um, the the you know what I love the songs are all great, but they're also they also further the story. You know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't just like stop and sing a little bit. It was like, oh, we're actually telling a story through song. Yeah, which is what oh, the, good the, musicals do. Yeah, like the the choreography by Jerome Robbins was incredible of the time, like and still is. Um, yeah, it's just I I just think it's moving. It's the songs are like just iconic. It's 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 a really a 
not only a perfect musical, but I think a perfect movie as well. Mm. I haven't rewatched West Side Story in forever, so I'm I'm gonna. I think when it, it gets ready, the new one comes out. I'm gonna probably right. try to do an episode of it with somebody that hasn't seen it, and then follow that up because I want to re- revisit it at some point myself. Do you only watch? Do you only watch movies that are that that you haven't seen, or do you watch? Do you, do you watch movies that? No, I, the the rule of the podcast as long as somebody hasn't seen it. Okay, uh, it, it it works out just fine. Okay. But well, uh, this worked but, out that, uh, that both of us hadn't seen it. Yeah, we both got to be horrified and also delighted at the same time. Because I'm pretty sure I've told uh, anyone who ever asked me that if I've seen this or that I have seen this, which, is, now, a, which is a dumb thing I do. And I don't know why. I like, do that sometimes thinking it's true and then realizing it's not, but then trying to just hold up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene Kelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he dances, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that's about these is American, right? He's yeah. in Paris. Is that the one where he dances uh, and, he, and, he, and he dates the girl half his age? Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get by with most of his if you just say that way. Yeah. Incredible dancing, man. The guy is, the guy is a genius. Um, but yeah, now I, can, now I can say if anyone, not that everyone's, anyone's ever going to ask that question again. Hey, have you seen American in Paris? <laughs> Tick. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. Yeah, that's just yeah. that. Will, that is a question that will never come my way. You, you're just gonna have to work it in a conversation, Jason. <laughs> and it's funny. I was just over in France, Paris, of all places. Uh, you know, there was an American there. Anyway, uh, have you guys seen that movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go because I'm in Kitchener right now. I'm gonna hop over to Paris tomorrow, Paris, Ontario. Wrapping, yeah, wrapping back. I was very disappointed to find out that it was in France, not not Ontario. Lame, because you know. It would, uh, it would make a lot more sense to just be yeah. outside Brantford, Ontario, home of Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, they've got that really uh, one really nice street in Paris that they could have like done a real big, nice, uh, nice number on. Isn't there only one street in Paris? Really, like the downtown strip is like they still have that kind of old-fashioned kind of storefront. Yeah, from what, what I remember, it's just it's just that, isn't it? Isn't it? There's, there's kind of two. There, yeah, that's the main one. There's like a, there's one, it's like a, an X basically. And then oh, just, okay, just yeah, side yeah. streets. Okay. So they have one that goes over the river. That's fairly nice. That goes by like a nice church and some other stuff, but it's right. primarily one street with an okay secondary, <laughs> secondary street. That would have, I mean, that's all they used in this, right? I only said that one street once. That yeah. It was all, it was all tight shots with a shaky camera. <laughs> He just he he had an alcohol problem and he was trying to kick it. Why you got to why you got to shit on him, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's my bad. That's my. You know what? It's because it wasn't classified as, as disease back then. It was, <laughs> just, uh, it was just Bobby drank too much. That was it. That was it. Yeah, have Ooh. another one. The shakes will go away. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hold the camera still. Uh, well, I appreciate you checking this out with me. Yeah, man, it was fun. It was fun. Super fun. Any any final thoughts on American in Paris? Here's here's my thing. If you're going down a uh, a list of uh, movie musicals that you haven't seen, there's better ones to watch. But if you've seen all the better ones, <laughs> there's this. Maybe check this one out. Yeah. <laughs> Recommendations by Jason. Still better than In the Heights. <laughs> oh wow! There you go. <laughs> That's how you sell it. Uh, in the Heights is shot way better. Shot much, 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 much better. Less shaky. Uh, a lot less shaky. But the music is not as good because you can't hold, you can't, you know, he's not Gershwin. Sorry. 
There you go. That's what it is. I got rhythm. I got music. <laughs> oh, you've got you've got neither, kids. You've got neither. <laughs> oh, boo! Poor in the heights. I'm still gonna watch it. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, man. Great to see you. Let's all thanks for joining us for an American in Paris. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at Lon Jeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.